0: Uh, what's up,
1: dude? What's up,
2: dude?
0: What's going on? What up, my dogs? What's up, boys? Keaton's here. Look
2: at that. <laughs> Is this like a, a, a part time, full time co host over here?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks good on me this way. You know, it makes the fans get excited whenever I get a chance to join. Yeah. Well, especially with two picks in the first round.
2: Yeah, I figure you got to be at, <laughs> at least two podcasts per year. You know, the Eagles, you were you were going to come on three three podcasts with the three so draft true. picks. But so you, you wanted to come on again next year, two draft picks. I get it. Keep the well, cycle going.
0: Now, we'll get into this, but there's a chance we have three draft picks next year. There's also a chance we trade them all for one. <laughs> and get that quarterback. <laughs> and that name is, name is Bryce Young. But we'll talk about that as we get into it. <laughs> all right.
2: It is draft season, and the draft is four days from now. Um, it'll be hilarious to listen back at how wrong we were about everything in the draft, like four days before it happened. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's why we're here. That's
1: why we're here. It's finally here. Dude, after the wildest offseason of all time.
2: Oh my gosh. The entertainment value was through the roof. It's been amazing. We thought, we thought NBA free agency last couple summers have been nuts. No. Nah. NFL blew him out the water.
3: Yep, big year.
2: Every
3: every turn, it just kept getting crazier.
2: That's my take on
3: it.
2: Um, I mean, I feel like the biggest thing was after the Super Bowl, Brady retired, and then two weeks later, he
1: (laughs) unretired. Yeah, I mean, it was was longer than two weeks, wasn't it? (laughs) it It could have been like two months. I think it was like six weeks. Like he had yeah. the big retirement tour. Like he, everyone made all the videos, and like everyone like gave their public goodbyes, and then he's just like, "Nah, fuck it, I'm coming back."
0: Yeah. What about <laughs> the
1: guy? What about After the guy he made fun bought his football. Yeah, for like five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> oh. And the I only reason is because he, he he hates Bruce Arians, so now he's just like, "Okay, I'm coming back if you get rid of Bruce." <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, just there's there's oh, drama man. at every turn. Every week there is something new that just blows your mind, and it's been going on for like the last eight or nine weeks. Just
3: crazy NFL news every week. I mean, and then like the now there, they've been talking about Brady being a minority owner and the Dolphins, and then being a player <laughs> okay. GM, and all this crazy stuff. Which he was about to Brady, get the John Green I don't know deal, ten percent 10%, 10% ownership <laughs> stake. <laughs> But it was yeah. like the offseason has been in such a way that I honestly didn't doubt it because it seems like every rumor that's been coming out, for some reason, it just seems to have some kind of – not every rumor, but anything that has some kind of steam with multiple different reporters on Twitter or whatever, it something that seems like far-fetched, it's it's happening. And, like, I, I never thought Russell Wilson was going to get traded. Yeah.
2: I was not – I mean, there's so many quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson got traded and got, yep. like, the biggest deal of all time. Um.
0: I mean, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. We're talking about – Amari Cooper. Major, major moves. Oh. I mean, Amari Cooper, they gave him up for a broken washer. <laughs> yeah, a fifth-round yeah,
2: pick. <laughs> Dude, Amari and then, Cooper's a good wide receiver. And then these other guys that make $5 billion more per year just get like 30 times more value.
1: And then Christian Kirk fucking blows, ever, blows the whole market out of the water.
2: Yeah, so then every receiver's getting paid <laughs> – Insane dollars, and there's going to be an insane wide receiver bubble. In like, it's going to become
1: the new first round draft pick. Was it Tyreek or... receiver? Because you can't
2: pay them any more money than you're already paying
0: them.
1: <laughs> what was it, Tyreek or Devonte that got like thirty million?
2: Tyreek was four years, a hundred twenty million. Now. <laughs> Four
1: years, $30 million a year.
0: Yeah. I And I think Devontae's almost in that – I think he's like five. He is. He's I, right I there. Off, I could be off base, but – Yeah,
1: he was, he was like 28-5. Yeah, 28,
0: 29,
1: 30. Bad year for this to happen because now you're, you're going to have this big like push <laughs> with these guys like Debo and DK. And if all these guys get massive contracts, JJ's going to be we got a team sh- breaker. You, you can't pay JJ $35 million a year. <laughs>
2: I mean, we're going to. We're gonna going have to have <laughs> to. I mean,
1: he's the best wide receiver in the
2: game. Five years from now, or two, three, two, three years from now, him and Jamar Chase. They're like they're they're the next like I don't know Randy Moss and Marvin Harrison when like
1: Ke- Keaton thinks you're leaving somebody out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Is imagine. Is it Jalen Rangor?
3: <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: He's back,
0: right? And new tight end
3: JJ Whiteside. Yeah, or JJ Whiteside. White White
0: mm-hmm. A lot of really good receivers in our room. Yeah, quez Watkins is actually who I was thinking of. But yes, yeah, yeah. so-
2: no, no, no. It's gonna be Traylon Burks. Ques. That's the the, the Traylon Burks, league. Eagles' great wide receiver, treylon Burks. He's gonna become not, one of.
0: Ooh. We're not. We're not to mock draft season yet. We're gonna get there in this podcast. I got a lot of ideas. I'm gonna get wild with
2: it. <laughs> we, we need like a, a quick three minute GM talk from uh, the Eagles owner Keaton over
0: here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs>
1: He's i has been I mean, on the team longer than anybody in the front office.
0: That's so true. Yeah. I basically picked hand-picked uh, Howie. <laughs> no, I think it's interesting though. I, so I want to see what the what do the Vikings do with JJ, right? That's gonna be an interesting one, especially with these receivers asking for money like two years before their deals I are know. open
3: up. Pay him oh, anything man. he wants. <laughs> Getting greedy. It makes me nervous. I could for some reason I could just see you know there being a turning point, of course if the bike you know of all teams would be the vikings to just be like we don't want to spend that much on a wide receiver but i just feel like you have to give him the bag even if it's even if he's
2: making it. more than kirk does now you know he's the face of the league <laughs> like you're gonna pay him the amount of revenue that he brings your team with his jersey sales is like worth it keeping him no matter what the price is
0: how are you gonna pay kirk though he's, your team. Dude. he's everything you've got <laughs>
2: We're, we're drafting Kirk's replacement this year.
1: We are absolutely not drafting <laughs> Kirk's replacement this year. And I think that I put myself for pick 12. And if Malik Willis is there, I will absolutely not take him.
2: Oh, you are out of your goddamn yeah. mind. Just to quote Hamilton there. Um, Malik Willis is on the board at 12. You take the shot. I'm his not. Got, <laughs> it's not going to happen. He's got the right heart. He's got the, the right talent. You know, his ceiling is through the roof. If you put it all together and you can, like, have that combination where he's an elite player and you got him with JJ for the rest of their careers, you got you to gotta take your shot, Garrett. Okay? Kirk doesn't have that same upside.
1: Not only do I think Malik Willis will be there at 12, I think the Vikings do pass on him. Hot takes.
0: I mean, I think I don't think like, either one will come to fruition,
1: but
0: if, if you're asking a guy who's part of a QB factory as the Eagles have self <laughs> themselves Turn them mean, out for picks you got to keep taking your shot right that's what that's what this has become is just a lottery ticket and you're looking for the next guy, and if he's not the guy, two years later, you draft another quarterback I mean that's the that's the method at this point
2: or you fire your head coach and he, he goes to Jacksonville two years later. <laughs>
0: That's fine, too. Oh,
1: man. <laughs> or a third team takes him on in the Commanders.
0: <laughs> Carson Wentz was the MVP in 2017. <laughs> he, the he was. He's no, the dude, best player in the league. Carson Wentz he used to know how games. to play. He still should have won MVP. What a fall from grace. That but, crazy.
1: dude, when, you're, when your backup comes in and wins this before you, like, it's, it doesn't get any worse than that.
0: I mean, it was a magical run. It was fun, right? Like, you guys were in the same situations. Backup type quarterback, Case Keenum. Yeah, it should have been us. Should, you know,
2: Case, Case was better than Nick Foles. No so. one was better than we BDN honestly, in uh... the playoffs.
0: I can certainly pull up the screenshot, if you guys like, of the score <laughs> going into the fourth quarter. I have it.
2: I thought you were going to pull up a screenshot of BDN.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> That's for, that's a more explicit one for the podcast.
3: Right. You, you, yeah, we're not, that's for the after we're show we're not coming not out this season. To,
0: yeah.
3: We're not much of a place to talk here about back, it being uh, backups coming into one in Super Bowl when uh, we can't even win one, unfortunately, right now. Self burn, I guess. Uh, I mean, just right. the point of self deprecation. Yeah.
0: To so the pit of misery.
3: Oh, man.
1: Uh, so we talked bikes just briefly before we uh, sure. go into maybe some rookies and then uh, do the draft.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All so,
1: right. Well, we fired Zimmer and Spielman. It was, it was, it was worth it. You know, absolutely. We, we, we got everything we could out of both of them, and we thanked them and moved on. I mean, so guys, we we got one of our things. We got not Kellen and Kellen, but we got a new coach. <laughs> yes. Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, we basically got the the new Kellen. Right, so it's Kevin and Kellen. Or Kellen and Kevin. (laughs) We're so close. I haven't heard someone optimistic about Kellen Mond in, like, months. We're going all
2: in. I don't don't think that any Kellen Mond truthers out there.
1: We're just talking with Keaton about Kirk Cousins. Nope, our quarterback of the future is in the room, Kellen Mond. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Who's better? Be
0: incredible.
2: Who do you think has a higher ceiling? Kellen Mond or Jalen Hurts?
1: Ooh, definitely Jalen Hurts I mean, because he's
0: played
2: in the NFL yeah. and
0: one.
1: <laughs> but, but,
2: like, I mean, really? Are we sure? We haven't seen anything out of Kellen Mond. It could no, be better.
1: If, Kellen Hurt. Mond could be better than Jalen Hurts. First of Kellen all, Mond, Kellen Mond could be Josh <laughs> Allen. Who knows?
2: i I don't think he can be that good.
0: <laughs> I at first I thought you were going to bring oh, up Jalen yeah. Breger again, which would have been
2: <laughs> strike two. No, I could not do that in this in the, in the same episode. No,
0: <laughs> but arguably that would have actually made more sense from a comparison. Who's a who's a better receiver slash quarterback, <laughs> Jalen? You can't be serious with that question, though. Jalen Hurts, playoff quarterback,
2: playoff <laughs> quarterback.
0: <laughs> Playoff quarterback led the led the league in rushing as a quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. Could be off base on that stat.
1: How, how's that uh, turned out for all those great rushing quarterbacks throughout the years?
0: We made the playoffs this past year. <laughs> That's all that matters.
3: Well, hey man, Here's I got the- shares of Dallas Goddard and Devontae Smith. I'm rooting for Jalen Hurts, man. I, he's got to get that arm going,
0: but, uh, well, the, if I'm the,
1: the accuracy the- and the consistency. The bigger question is, is this Keaton rooting for Jalen Hurts?
0: Oh, my goodness. We're yes, in the perfect situation. Yeah, we're, I'm a big-time Stan. We're in the best situation oh possible, man. though, as an NFL franchise because you've got a guy that's proven he can win but not perfect, and you've got all the draft capital in the world to go get your guy if you need him. So, there, I mean, it's a win-win for Eagles fans right now.
2: Yeah, but here's the thing. Can argue with that. Like this time of the year, the zero teams goal right now is to make the playoffs. Every team's goal is to win the Super Bowl. Right now, there's 32 teams that are they're trying to build a way to win the Super Bowl right now. And I don't think that Jalen Hurts puts the Eagles in contention to win a Super Bowl right now.
0: Okay, let me ask you this question, Zach. Good, good point,
3: <laughs> Zach. <laughs> who
0: who puts their team in a better situation to win a Super Bowl with their current roster? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins or <laughs> Jalen Hurts?
2: I would say Kirk Cousins
1: for sure.
0: You can't believe that. Yeah. That doesn't make sense.
1: Keaton, you are the clear only one that thinks the opposite, and uh, um, at least part of this group. Kirk, Cousins. I think that.
0: Kirk Cousins has a top five receiving core. That's fair. And, he has yeah. he, and he's made the playoffs how many times? Once in Once. three
1: years? Or...
0: Three years? He signed four? three extensions already. How is that possible?
1: He's only been our quarterback for four <laughs> three years. years. Has it been four years? Wait Four, four years? years. 2018. Maybe 23. 18, 18,
0: 19, three 20, scene.
2: 21. Was it Yeah, four years?
0: Four years, years. Yeah. Four one... A- one playoff, so he's got the same amount of playoff visits as Jalen, right? So we'll just agree on that. <laughs> oh my God. We got
2: <laughs> more playoff is, wins, though. Harrison <laughs> is, like, out of control. <laughs> just, like, Jalen Hurts doesn't have accuracy and,
1: like, consistency and,
2: like, he ba- ability. He
0: basically a re- he's basically a rookie quarterback. He's hey, guys, a- guys, guys, games.
1: we, we, we got to remember, but we got to stay on track. We've got Zach's bachelor party on Thursday, and we will absolutely finish this discussion.
2: That's true. Uh, let, Garrett's bringing up the, the important oh, thing. Man. Not only do we get the podcast and talk pre-draft right now, we got my bachelor party coming up this weekend, and you know we got a house. NFL draft on Thursday. Basketball court. We got the NFL draft on Thursday. We got the Timberwolves game six. On, Let's go on Friday. I mean, we're going to get to continue all these conversations then and more. So um, if you're a big fan of the podcast, like maybe next year you could get invited to like our annual party of like 12 boys at the basketball hoop house. is going to be
1: epic, man.
3: The tradition. I love it.
1: Um, but back to the bikes. So we, we got Kevin O'Connell, Kwesi. Obviously, everyone's excited about Quasi.
2: Yeah, Kwesi for Mensah. He's a, he's a baller GM. He's got a killer smile. This organization wants to hire people that smile, have positive attitudes, and a lot of energy.
1: And that's Quazy baby.
2: That's Quazy. That's Kevin O'Connell. And that's Malik Willis. All right. <laughs> and that's Malik Willis. You put those three together, you could you could really build
1: yourself something special, Garrett. So oh my, Zach, I, I might trade you the pick tonight. You can, uh, we might trade up and you can <laughs> select Malik Willis he's not going to be there he's he's going he's going top six if not top two
0: did the vikings just write the anti-zimmer on a whiteboard and they're like let's find everybody who's outside of this guy (laughs) i think i I think
1: they just looked around the nfl and said oh young white offensive young offensive mind yep young offensive mind yep that's all they're doing oh he had dinner with sean mcveigh that's my dude
3: and, man, it was – honestly, that's all I wanted. Even if I – I knew it was shallow, but that's exactly what I wanted it was the exact opposite. I want an offensive coordinator, young. That's why you we know, wanted Kellen Moore. I didn't even care. I was like, I want the opposite, baby. Yeah, Kellen <laughs> Moore. Kevin's the new Kellen, <laughs> man.
2: Kevin O'Connell, he, he just – he puts a smile on the fans' faces. He gives them a, a, a hope that, like, wow, we're coming into the, the future. Like, we're catching up to football and our, our mind style and, and how we're going to play the game. And with the talent we've got on our roster, if you put it all together, that, that could be a special team.
1: I agree. And then that, that, so that's what i to get about, to the defense. Of, go ahead, Brayden.
3: I was just going to ask what you guys thought of a lot of the, the offseason moves. I mean, I thought a lot of them were very shrewd by Kweese overall. But I, I want to get your, your guys' take on some of the free agency moves in general. I thought like
2: all that. of our moves were great and I don't think that at a competitive price we were able to get anyone, you know, that was big and splashy, but we really just got some solid signings and Zadarius Smith for
1: cheap, Let's go. Cheap, cheap huge Harrison
2: Phillips for like a yeah. very good size contract and Jordan Hicks for you know what he was worth as like that linebacker too. I, I, the like defense? We needed to bulk up the defense. Our offense is, you know, top 10 easy with the weapons we have. And so you, you really shore up the defense and now it's like, okay, where, where are our holes? What do we actually, we can draft for best player available. Like we could put this yep, roster and- out here and if we hit someone good,
1: we, now we're, now we're cooking. We 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 got we resigned Pat Pete. I know it's not like I don't know you, it was exciting because it's like it's a good mentor, it's a good guy in the room. He's not the greatest cornerback in the world anymore, but you can put him out as your cornerback too. Yeah. And we,
0: we, pay, we
2: gave him the same contract we gave Bashad Breeland last year. Right. No, we got him and on he's a great
1: contract. We got we got Adam we got Adam Thielen back. I, no, I think we're in a good posi- good position to make like one more, two more like good runs at this thing. Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith stay healthy. Those are two top ten fast rushers in the NFL. Absolutely,
3: yeah. And I, I like so, some of their corner this, signings, Honestly, like Sullivan, that that slot corner from Green Bay. Even though, you know, obviously he's not he wasn't a starter over there. I mean, that's a huge upgrade from. I feel like from what we had. I mean, I was hearing that Mackenzie Alexander was a little rough last year and things like that. And, um, I really yeah I love that Jordan Hicks signing for cheap big time. I think that we're missing yeah and then some I really secondary players to add. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I just wanted to add quick, too. Um, I really like the approach they're doing with the offensive line, with, those, with the guards. Uh, I feel like it was a different step from what Spielman did historically. Just, you know, signing multiple pretty solid, you know, solid guys and just seeing who wins out the job. I mean, it just seemed like we wouldn't create enough competition for that position in the past. So I was super pumped about that, too.
1: I actually disagree a little bit there. I think that we – we didn't go hard enough at our right guard. Um, I think that right guard and center both are going to be super, super, super low end starter production in the league. I'm going to guess. I mean, if they hit league, league average, great. But yeah, I think your left guard and two tackles are going to are going to do fine. But the offensive line we've been screaming has been an issue for a long time, and we just like haven't done anything about it. And those two <laughs> holes, I think, yeah, are still like, big glaring holes. But, I disagree. We yeah,
2: signed we could more for sure. a, a bad, a horrible tackle who was a decent guard. We we hired a sixth man guard from the Bills, I think, and then the they Colts. were like, or yeah, the Colts. Yeah. yeah, we stepped in for Quentin Nelson last year and, and had he a did. good year as the sixth man. Um, like we kind of signed just low key vets that could really solidify the spot. They could be have. Mike Remmers,
1: and like, well, we don't want that.
2: Right. But at least there's a competition there. I don't think that there's a lot of hope left for Wyatt Davis, but he's a second year player. Like we haven't seen what he can do. And that's if he true. competes and got healthy, you know, like there's options to compete for a starting job. And, you know, you just need one of those three guys to take it. And hopefully that's not like a glaring hole anymore. All
1: right?
0: On a on a positive note for the Vikings, the NFC North's pass rush right now is they probably are the only ones with a very competent group across the front four. Like, yeah. Not well, only that, should... but
1: I think we're the only competent team. Like, <laughs> the other so teams have made the... some crazy moves <laughs> to Careful. not get better. No, I mean, the Packers. Absolutely got worse. Yeah, they lost the best their receiver wide receiver one right now is either Alan Lazard or Sammy Watkins. And you could That's literally have the
2: best wide receiver in the NFL or I, not, and they chose to Brutal. Brown.
0: Okay, but we're undercutting the value of having an elite quarterback in that, in He's that, in that scenario. He's an aging quarterback. Can't, you can't draft
2: two rookie wide receivers. I'm sorry to cut you off, but you can't draft two rookie wide receivers – and then have these scrubs, like as they're three, four, five, and just demand those rookie wide receivers step up. It takes people a while.
0: I, I hear you. And receiver receivers fail out at a much, much higher clip than any other position in the NFL. So I, I totally, totally get it. What I'm saying is Aaron Rodgers makes up for a lot of mistakes. That a normal offense goes through because of his talent. So don't necessarily cut him out. And the Packers' defense is only going to get better. Jair Alexander is the best corner in the NFC in the NFC North. Maybe the sell, maybe the right? NFC
1: and maybe the NFL. Yeah, yeah,
0: possible in the NFL. And they and they brought back players like uh, what's his name, Devondre Campbell. I mean, they have like they have dudes. So they're good. We got Darius Smith. <laughs> all I'm all I'm saying. <laughs> And i was trying I was trying to give the Vikings a compliment. I think they I think their pass rush is really the only competent um unit, but their offensive line is still weak and i and yeah. I, I fear for them. I fear for them you know putting out a a lineup that can't help Kirk because honestly, Kirk is a statue back there. I mean he is the epitome of two thousand and three quarterbacks
1: I think it was um, part of the offense.
2: Yeah, thankfully Garrett Bradbury is actually going to turn into Jason Kelsey this season, yeah. and
1: uh, well, he's going to be like a ten-time Pro Bowler. And that's why we didn't pick up his fifth-year option.
3: To
0: give him an extension
3: early, yeah, right? <laughs> Zach had a genie show up the other day, and this is one of his three wishes. That's what I'm thinking.
2: Yeah, oh, I, I would. I would think I would use all three of them on the Vikings. If I had three wishes that I like I knew for sure would like lead to the Vikings winning the Super Bowl, I would make all three towards that goal. And make it happen.
3: Um, I respect that big time.
1: Before we get into the draft, um, maybe let's talk maybe two more things. Like who do we want the Vikes to grab? And then we can move on and just talk about really briefly, like some rookies coming in on like more of a fantasy level. That'll be our one fantasy input today. Okay, you start us off. Um, I'm still really hoping for that Sauce Gardner bong video to come out on draft night. Please, like that—that that, that, that would be the best case scenario. If
2: you're a dedicated listener to this podcast, <laughs> buy a bong that like has smoke in it and send it to his house with like a video camera, and then we gotta get just videos of him smoking a bong on draft night so he falls. It's been proven.
1: It's been proven that protests work in Minnesota. We can make this happen. yes
0: I, I really think that's a good I think that's a good plan guys, and not to make light of a situation, but if maybe you want to call an anonymous tip around like <laughs> sexual sexual assault, you know like, oh, it's really man. dark I'm just right. certain- and, and,
1: well, and then it comes out like a day later that it was just a phone call from a random number just
0: a phone call, yeah,
1: no yeah. trouble at all, but all the teams are like, nope, and the Vikings are like, we trust him. <laughs>
0: we get him in the fourth? Yeah. <laughs> Man. I like that idea. What do you got, Brayden? Who kind are you of. looking for? It doesn't seem at? very ethical,
3: actually. <laughs> um, For me, well, I, where it gets hard, I want corner, but a Stingley's gone by the time it gets as it gets a little interesting. And I wonder, I don't know how you guys feel about the other corner prospects. I feel like you guys might have a better handle on that third or fourth corner prospect yeah, I mean, but it McCullough, seems like it's a tier he, of, he's trending he's up Garner and stingley
2: i, I mean there's, okay. there's other big guys out there you know andrew booth is a big name andrew that booth, a lot yep. of people have as their number two or three corner in this draft
1: our um, boy jr loves andrew yeah. booth so so therefore we love well, andrew booth
3: yeah oh well, i hate to say it but if if sauce or or Stingley are there I feel like we got to pull a Spielman and trade down and try to get one of those corners later if they are there I think you um, take McDuffie at but 12 but it's tough cuz I would love a wide left. out Yeah and, oh, and and he is he's someone that would that would be a that wouldn't be a reach if he was picked at 12 right, right? I mean a little, but then, no. Yeah. He, could go go he could go to Houston. He could go to Baltimore. He, he could. could go to the Eagles. Like yeah, he could. The immediate next
2: three teams could all take McDuffie at their pick. And it's reasonable. So
3: yeah, if he's your guy, yeah. You so him to 12. long story short, I prefer corner, but if we get out of those top tier guys, I would be open to trading down or taking McDuffie, or going an edge guy or going to wide out, But I think corner is definitely my number one.
2: I think that. What if Malik Willis is there? All right, people, just hear me out. You know, sure, we've got holes at a corner. But we know for the last four years, we've had a hole at the quarterback position. And his name is Kirk Cousins, okay? He has shown flashes of brilliance. Sure, we love it. But he's also just shown epic collapse and the inability to actually get to the playoffs or do anything. Do you really want to put the next two years with this talented team that you've got the best young wide receiver in the game? Like, or could you build something special with the next great NFL leading man, Malik Willis? That dude has a smile that could make anyone smile and he slings the ball. I mean, he runs the ball. If he hits, and, and that is actually, you know, worth it. If he gets to his ceiling, the other 11 teams in front of the Vikings are going to regret not taking Malik Willis.
3: Um, I love it. Assault.
0: Assault,
3: yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, I think for me, and I don't know about uh, your thoughts, Garrett. Um, I'm not, I mean, it's, we've heard talk about this quarterback class, right? And specifically Malik to me seems like a very risky proposition very risky like even riskier than like Trey Lance and those guys you just it seems like if you're going to place your your bets on someone to like you know hit it just seems like this guy is it's almost worth just we have a good roster now give it one more year and maybe shoot for the next class if it doesn't work out but give it a shot with Kevin O'Connell and Kirk and and see cuz i you know maybe maybe if it was like you know even last year's class of quarterbacks even if even if uh they're just as bust they have just as much bust potential that at least you know had a better profile and things like that where they could bounce back and stuff like that. But it just seems like a tough bet to bet on Malik Willis.
1: Yep. All right, Braden, we're gonna jump into the draft here really shortly. Why don't you just give us your favorite rookie sleepers this year?
3: Whoa. So are we talking we're talking from a fantasy, fantasy. perspective.
1: Yes. Before we get to the draft. <laughs>
3: There's there's
2: only gonna be like four rookies drafted.
1: What do you mean?
2: Like in a normal like, like we're talking about dynasty,
1: Zach.
2: Oh, like in a rookie draft.
3: Yeah, in a, we're talking in dynasty and, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I got my top five for wide receiver running back. Um it you know, I a lot of these guys, it just this wide receiver class, it seems very it's they pretty much you got a tier of about five or six guys depending on landing spot that you know, there's no Jamar Chase, there's no J you know, there's no Devontae Smith or any like that. So it's pretty much it's gonna be interesting. I'm excited for this draft because it's like where are these guys gonna land? But I think my number one guy right now is Drake London. And then mm. I'd go Garrett Wilson, uh Jamison Williams, Traylon Burks, and then Chris Olave. Um wow. that's kind of how I rate it out. Um Garrett Wilson is definitely a safer prospect so if you're going for a guy that you want to make sure you you hit on i would say he's probably the safest out of this bunch but i think drake uh has the ability to be a a top guy you know an alpha in offense so we'll see but that's where i'm that's my number one right now
2: now here's the thing we're we're having this conversation before the draft so does where (laughs) any of those five guys land matter where you draft them in fantasy like Oh, absolutely. Is whoever I'm gets totally. drafted by Kansas City is now the number one wide receiver to draft.
3: Oh, for sure. I view all these guys as one tier. It's all going to be 100% draft capital and landing spot that separate them. I view these guys all as – they're completely different wide receivers but all similarly talented where it's not like, you know, oh, this is a no-brainer. you got to take this receiver. I think it this this draft more than ever, it's all draft capital and landing spot dependent if you view them – you know, if you also view them – and. As all in the same tier but it's gonna right. be interesting because it's gonna to be tough when you see like an olave get drafted by the green bay packers and then you got like a drake london in new york with the new york jets and zach wilson and you could see olave become the 101 or something like that if people are you know in some leagues at least where people they just don't want to mess with zach wilson you know um But, yeah, so other than that, uh, my guy, Sky Moore, I think he has a shot to be at least, you know, I think he's going to come in and he could be a solid slot guy to start off, not super high ceiling. Uh, Sleeper's David Bell. um, He's a guy that – he's now here's a guy. um, No, but he's a guy that he started getting faded a ton by the draft, you know, because of his terrible combine. His numbers were not good. And um, what I found with wide receiver is that – the athleticism part it isn't as important as like running back where it's these guys can succeed and i think that david bell will at least be a guy kind of like sky more we could be a good slot guy that at least produces right away and could be just fantasy relevant in general especially in dynasty if you're looking for an extra receiver but or is terrence Terrence marshall Marshall. (laughs) oh there's terrence marshall yeah (laughs) city. but um and then i'll just run through running backs quick um it's pretty clear Brees hall's the guy um, he's my tier one, a lot different than the wide receivers where these guys are pretty, you know, they have, they're pretty well set for me, but it's Brees, Brees Hall, at number one. And then you go a tier down to Kenneth Walker. And then you go another tier down to Isaiah Spiller. And then I got Rashad White and James Cook, which honestly, those last two, I don't really like a ton. It's just, I think James they might Cook, get the best draft capital.
1: Dude, Mike should draft <laughs> James Cook. We're throwing James and Dalvin in the backfield together. It's going to be lit.
2: If he slides far enough, you know, if he's projected in, like, the third round and he falls to the fifth, then, like, God, it's good value. They, I'm all right. They're fine. I guess you could take him.
0: I think there's the immense value. I would value love in, that. There's immense value in having an older brother in the NFL. Like, that's proved out multiple times to be successful. That's true. Those guys, like, look at – obviously, Trayvon Diggs is, like, the the – pinnacle of that but you've got like even the Shaquem and Shaquille Griffin like that's it's happened time and time again let it let it go
3: and it's going to get really interesting to watch when James Cook gets drafted in the second round and goes to somewhere like the Bills or something like that and watch him it's going to be really it's going to be interesting to see because they you know they had Singletary obviously and then they're talking you know they try to sign JD McKissick and, and James Cook kind of plays as that receiving third down back he's not really a between the tackles guy and it'll just be so interesting to see how everyone you know if, if that does happen or if he lands you know just somewhere really nice where he second like around will. capital probably will I know yeah he's one of the that's why I picked him I don't even particularly like him that much but he he's gonna get the most draft capital I think out of even more than Brandon, Rashad white like Isaiah hates James Cook <laughs> 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 Right. No, I no, I like James Cook. He looks, you know, not quite as much as his brother. But no, I just don't think he's ever gonna be a first and second down kind of guy. I think he's just always gonna be a third down guy. All right. All right should see. we get into this draft or what? Yeah, we
2: had a we had a fun let's thing planned it. for the the second half of our pod here, where uh, we were just gonna do a full mock draft. And we got all all
1: seven in rounds. No, no, the
2: first round. <laughs> <laughs> My God, <laughs> I'm going to bed. Um, we assigned each each guy like a, a pick every four picks or so, and so um, yeah, I think we're just going to riff off and and put people on the clock. Does everyone have the the mock draft like team up? Sure. Because it looks like right now, uh, Keaton, you have the Jags with the number one overall pick. Who you got?
0: <clears throat> All right. If I'm the Jaguars in this draft class, despite all the rumors and whatnot, I am taking Aiden Hutchinson. I think Ooh. that is the, Dang. I think that is the smartest move. Um, I think it's the safest move for a franchise that is in shambles, traditionally.
2: But what if what if he you know what if they could have had someone even better than him?
0: I, I love that you're talking about Trayvon Walker. <laughs> um, I think back to, uh, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head, the Seahawks drafted him years ago.
2: Bruce Servin? Oh,
0: no, he had an unbelievable combine. Anyways, um, Clark. It, there's just plenty of, of defensive end prospects that have shown these crazy athletic skills, and it's not to say Trayvon Walker won't be an, an, an incredible player. I just think Aiden Hutchinson has shown you he can win pass rush. He can win it in the Big Ten. He's winning it against the offensive lineman that you're ultimately drafting for your for your offense. That, that's the pick.
2: All right <clears throat> on the on the clock number two, we got uh, Braden with the Lions.
3: Ooh, so I think they're probably going to go going to go edge here, um, and I think it, it's probably going to be Trayvon Walker. Um just, you know, obviously you need a you need a good pass rush. We were touching on it earlier. I don't believe they have a very good one. And it's one of those just, you know, cornerstone positions that you gotta take care of. And Trayvon Walker is at the top of the the class. So I think it's a no-brainer. But I do know a lot of people are talking about Malik Willis there as well or quarterback. So it'll be interesting to see what they what they decide to do. But I, I would say if it was me, I'd go edge.
2: All right. I, I think that's a, that's a fun pick that you wouldn't have seen a few
1: months ago. Um, Garrett, looks like you're next the Texans. <laughs> Dude, we had Zach just corrected on, on our little outline here that I had skipped the third overall pick and went right to the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> so nobody was picking for the Texans. Yeah, but now you are, Garrett, and tell me, who do you got? Icky Iguanu. That, that's Bang. the guy.
2: Uh, I love that. Bang. That's exactly what I voice. want to see happen.
1: Yeah. I think, I I think, think it'd that's, be a great fit. I think that's I, – I I would go uh, him number one if it were – I mean, not if it were the Vikes – we'd gladly take an edge. But he could definitely be a number one pick in this draft. I think he's super – and he's gonna yeah. be great.
2: I'm a big fan, and uh, as a Jets owner right now, uh, I am thrilled that Kayvon Thibodeau is there at Big Four. That's my guy. The Jets need pass rush out if one of those top three edges falls, they're taking one of those top three edges. So I, I think at least two, if not three, out of those first four picks are going to be defensive linemen.
1: It's a lot of edge right off the bat. Garrett, Giants? Um, I, I don't want to make this pick selfishly, uh, but I think this is where Sauce goes. Ooh,
2: I think that's a great pick easily see it happening. Number six. Um, yeah, Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers.
1: This is a fun one. All
0: right. This is a big-time trade-down spot. Which, Ooh. Um, Ooh. But that all being said. Wait, no, no, no. Is this a
2: live you know, owner session here where the Panthers <laughs> team is going to want to reach out to, to someone who owns a
1: lower team and yeah, uh, so see like... if they want to move down a slot or two? Keaton, you want to move the Eagles up with two firsts or what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> not, sauce is already gone that's not gonna happen um i assuming no trades here i do love me a good mock draft with some trades but um honestly i think that this is uh, a malik willis pick like i'm I, I think it's a i think it's a big time smoke screen. i think that they're they're putting out a bunch of vibes to try and get a king's ransom for that pick
2: yeah, they act too comfortable with sam darnold
0: Way too complicated,
2: Sam yeah. Darnold. <laughs> um, the Giants are back up on the clock. Brayden.
3: Uh, I hate to do this pick as well. Wait, hang on.
1: Uh, they're not going to go Stingley here, so you're, you're, you're safe
3: there. Yeah, that's right. They're Never mind, I'm pulling that back. <laughs> they're going right. to go Sauce and um, Stingley. Can... <laughs> Just go all in on corner. <laughs> Um, this is a this is a tough one. I actually hang on one sec. Let me think this over. So we got the New York Giants. They just went with they just went with sauce. Yep. I say maybe they go. Maybe this is where Kyle Hamilton goes. Ooh,
1: I mean,
2: double is, up uh, on
3: the second day. They, they want a good. I, I'm not sure, that, but that I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna like say Kyle a Hamilton. Spicy
2: BPA right there because a lot of people. <laughs> a month ago, had him as their number one or number two rated guy on their entire board. Right. And then Hamilton had a, a bad, you know. Ran slow. Yeah, yeah. He had a bad 40 time, bad workout. But he could still be that super talented player. Yeah,
3: just want- and it's just, you know, I, they could go wide out, but they spent so much and on those receiving options, I mean, I, I don't know what, if they'd want to go for another wide out in the first, and especially that early, but so that's why I thought best player available there, Kyle Hamilton.
2: All right, looks like it is now uh, me with the Falcons. Um, oh,
1: where did Keaton go? Oh, he just picked. Never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, So
2: where did Falcons, Derek go?
0: That's a better question. <laughs> he, had, he had
2: a couple of early picks, okay. so don't you worry. He's coming back. The Falcons here, you got to consider Evan Neal to shore up the offensive line for when Bryce Young starts for them the following season. Always a, <laughs> a smart move there. Um, Garrett Wilson has been a popular pick here. You know, another <clears throat> weapon. and it's tough. Do you want to build the trenches or do you want to build the weapons for the, the quarterback of the future? And... I think if the board falls like this, Evan Neal would be the pick offensive line. Mm-hmm. All right, Keaton, you back up with the Seahawks.
0: I've got every trade, every like, every hot pick in the draft is I've, I've got here, which is which is exciting. <laughs> um, I do like I like that Evan Neal pick a lot. Um, it's hard to turn down the Charles Cross move here with the Seahawks, just being in such a. Fundamental building block situation, but it is Pete Carroll and Braden's not going to be happy. But this is Derek Stingley goes to the Seahawks here. Ouch, because it makes too much sense. I'm, I'm a sense. little, I'm
2: a little pissed that uh, Garrett did not try to trade up from the 12th pick.
1: I, I don't think he was up. right. I, I don't, I, think... I, don't think, I don't think you give up capital. Um, First, personally, I, I I think it costs a little bit more than you want to to move up there. I think uh, you you saw one quarterback go, um, maybe you see another with the Commanders, probably not, but maybe somebody trade up. Um, yeah, I'd say uh, right now, Vikings are in a decent spot.
2: All right, Braden, you got the Jets' second pick. They took Kayvon Thibodeau at their first one. Uh, then both the corners have gone.
3: Who, who do you see the Jets picking here? I gotta go with uh, Mr. Drake London, my wide receiver one for the class as of now. I love um, that move. You've I know some people have said Garrett Wilson. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I know it's obviously they've been trying to shop around. They wanted Tyreek. They have wanted others. Um, I know people. Some people say Garrett Wilson. I just think that London pairs better with Elijah Moore, uh, personally. So that's that's why I think they'll go there. But yeah, that's all signs seem to point there. I think yeah. I think it's wide out. All right. And
2: uh, to keep things a little bit spicy here, I think the commanders are going to um, pick Jameson Williams, wide receiver from Alabama. I, I love think, that pick. I think um, that they they got Scary Terry, but he's demanding money. And, you know, your plan is to keep him long-term, but, you know, you pay one wide receiver top-end money, and then you've got – This other wide receiver that's on a rookie contract, and you you got yourself some good weapons there.
0: I don't disagree. Um, I'd like to. All right, Eagles just called Garrett. That's the oh shit. Here we (laughs) go. (laughs) (laughs) If that is how that played out here, um, I do see um, an Eagles. The Eagles making a call here to come up from fifteen. I don't think it costs them a ton. Sixteen, right?
2: It's, no, 15. 15. 15.
0: So 15 to 12. Um, yeah. What does it cost us? Maybe a third to move up three spots. Um, a third and a future fourth, maybe.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's enough. I mean, I don't know. Would the Vikings take that, guys?
2: Um, as a fan right now, no. I would 100% take that, yes. You would? Yeah. Oh, no a doubt. a third and a fourth? A third this year in a fourth I year. I think you get more than that. Hundred percent, I would take that.
3: You know, well, 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 for, you for a the second, sake, I think at least. For, right? for
1: the sake of having some fun, let's do this. We'll trade <laughs> with the Eagles. Yes.
0: Love and it. It. this is Keaton. Yep. yep. And the Eagles and select Garrett um, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Yep. Ooh. All right. Because I actually think that Garrett Wilson, and I know that this is a super hot take, but I think that Garrett Wilson is in the conversation at three to the Texans. I think that they are thinking about Davis Mills as like the dude, and they can get a nice tackle and they're batting their second pick as well. That's just my feeling.
1: All right. Uh, Braden, that puts you back on the clock with the Texans. Oh, wowza. Three
2: straight wide receivers. Are the Saints? Are the Saints did,
3: no,
1: did I get the this all messed up next? The Texans have the 13th pick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, keep going up, Braden. Up here. Oh, my I? Oh, is. I, I, I was editing gotcha. some stuff. Okay. I messed it up.
3: <laughs> all right, Texans. Um, this is a tough one. So. I think – so what are they – they already picked an offensive lineman. I, I think they go they go edge here, and I think they go for Jermaine Johnson, Ooh. Um, who's, you know, the next – pretty much the next best edge rusher left there. Um, but they have so many things to figure out that I just think they try, they're trying to build because B.O.B. Mr. Bill O'Brien left them in a tough spot. Um,
2: I think that that's a great pick, and I'm just going to immediately, as the Ravens, go with uh, the big boy from Georgia, Jordan Davis.
1: Wow. Um, Okay, I think that's a good pick. Um, We're in a really weird spot where there's a really, really good player on the board um, that hasn't been picked, but it's just not a position of need at all. Uh, and that's Charles Cross um, I just I just don't think you'd pick him. Um, I think that you probably probably go in a different direction here if you're uh, the Vikings um, and I'm gonna take my trade down get my extra pick and get who I would have picked at twelve and that's Trent McDuffie.
2: Nice you know that's who you wanted at twelve. Wow. you picked up some capital and you still got him at fifteen.
1: Yeah, I think that you probably could try to come back again, and if you miss out on McDuffie, then you sneak, you take Andrew Booth there and try to do that same move one more time. I mean, the Saints are looking for a quarterback, um, potentially, and then so are the Steelers. Do the Steelers maybe move up four picks to grab Kenny Pickett or something and try to, try to jump the Saints or, I or guess, the Vikings at that point? So I think that's something that could have happened. All right. Um, and now, uh, Garrett, you got
2: the next pick as the, the Saints.
1: I do. Um, yeah, I mean, I was just saying they could get a quarterback. I think that'd be um, a little interesting. Um, I don't really like any of the other quarterbacks here, and, but I do think one will go. Um, but, so I'm going to go actually receiver, and I'm going to go Chris Olave. I
3: like that. I say, you like that.
1: All right. All
3: right. Well, <laughs> Braden, with the uh, what pick is the 17? The yeah, 17 pick of the draft. The Chargers are going to select Charles Cross. Thank God. Yeah. To protect Mister Sir Herbert. Excellent pick there, and.
2: Oh, look who it is! Back for his second straight pick for the Eagles. Is that
0: uh, GM Keaton? <laughs> it is. This is a tough. Let's spot. Go a lot of ways. Tough spot. I so I've I've run a I've run a mock draft or two in my day, um, just to see what was going on. I really really like a concept where we get both of the Kansas City Chiefs um, top two picks. That's a lot to give up this late 29 and 30. Um, and it involves the Eagles giving up pick 51. And now that we traded our third rounder, um, with probably some future capital there as well, um, to make it simple though, for the Eagles, I don't love this pick just to be clear. Um, but I think that Devonte Wyatt is a guy that how he falls in love with for some reason. Um, yeah, I think that's the pick.
3: All
2: right. Yeah, I mean, before the drama broke out, he was a he was in the conversation at number twelve to the Vikings. Um, but I feel like he's involved with some off the field drama that could make his draft night stock fall.
0: Mm-hmm. And and you know what I I'm, I love like Andrew Booth as well, big corner. Like I just I think it's I think he's there, but. Um, I think there are some really talented prospects deep, deep in the class for corner that if you have an all pro corner on the other side, you can, you can work with.
2: For sure. Um, I've got the saints here. Um, We, we took Chris Olave at our previous pick. We had two glaring holes going into the draft. I mean, three, if you don't believe in famous Jameis, but it was wide receiver and it was offensive tackle and the best tackle on the board, I think, is Trevor Penning.
1: That is correct.
3: That is Probably fun. happy
1: there if you're the Saints. That's, uh, that's, you, you, get a, you land players of need, positions of need. They got, got him tactics. this year in the first round instead of next year in the first round. Yeah. Uh, Steelers, they're going to go with the Homie Town kid. They're going Kenny Pickett.
2: Yes, he can.
1: I, I I just think this is gonna happen. Like I think this is where Kenny Pickett goes. Um gotta,
2: gotta be the worst name for a quarterback of all time. Yep. That dude has just gotta get just the <laughs> the worst thing said about his name. I mean he's throwing interceptions, he's throwing picks. I mean I'm sorry. I, I don't I don't believe in small hands, Kenny Pickett.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, Keaton, you're up for the Patriots.
0: For the Pats. Um, you guys know how much I love the Patriots, especially Tom Brady years. Um, so he's still on the board. I think I think this would be a wonderful, wonderful addition to the Patriots. Um, I think Devin Lloyd here is the pick. Although Lewis Lewis Seen is also on the uh, on the list. Um I think Devin Lloyd is the guy.
1: All right, I like it. Braden. You're up with
3: the Packers. Yeah, great choice. Uh, I would have felt like I would have had to pick Lloyd there just out of pure best player available because he was falling like crazy. Um, I think, you know, we've seen the Packers drafts. We know what they're known for and what they're famous for. And that is not picking a wide out uh, in the first round. That is when it's desperately needed. But I do think they're going to do it this time. And it's going to be one of the big, you know, the big five, one of the you know, the big top guys. And so, you know, a lot of the guys are gone. So I think it's going to be whoever is left over. And I think it will be Traylon Burks. I would be scared of that as a
1: Vikings fan, but um, I think he's like the most unpolished uh, he, he like needs the most work. But I think that once, totally. once he's like ready, he's going to be
2: amazing. The ceiling is very high, but yeah. can he can he reach it? Is the question right?
1: Right.
3: i have seen a lot of guys not. And can they scheme him? Will they scheme him properly too? Because I see a, the most natural fit being Chris Olave with with Aaron Rodgers, but uh, Traylon would be a whole other beast. But man, yeah, like you said, he he could be the ceiling's crazy.
2: All right, um, I'm on the clock for the Cardinals, and <clears throat> I think that this is another just obvious case of. BPA that you didn't think would fall to you and I think the Cardinals uh, they draft George Karloftis
1: I think you're right
2: that's a good spot here he is too talented to be at the 23rd pick and I wouldn't be shocked to see the Eagles take him at one of their two selections
0: yeah he's very talented honestly it's, it's tough it's tough. You think about scheme in the NFL today. Do you want to go edge rusher? If you got an edge rusher, they got to be elite. Um, otherwise, you're going to go interior pass rush. And that was the thought with Devontae, but George is right there as well. Good pick.
2: Thanks, Garrett. You've got the Cowboys. I
1: guess they'd try to trade back here too if they if they could. Um,
2: well, you know, let's see if uh, the Bucks or the Bengals are uh, looking to trade up at
1: all. <laughs> Uh, I, think, I mean, I think that the—I don't know if there's anybody like on the board that like it's absolutely must go get. Um, I think Nickobe Dean is a good player. Um, Andrew Booth is still there, um, and that could be a good pick as well. Um, you know what?
2: The Bengals—they—they've made a phone call to the Cowboys all from right. thirty-one to twenty-four.
1: What? What, what are they offering?
2: We're going to offer a third this year and a fifth next year.
1: <laughs> and this pick? And, and yeah, 31. And 31. Oh, okay. <laughs> Move up to, to 24. <laughs> well, we'll take that. Why not? Wow. <laughs> Real pushovers.
2: Got, yep. <laughs> got um, There's going to be a
1: few trades in this draft. We're just, we just got to allow <laughs> it.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's going to be trades on Thursday night, which is why we watched the draft. But uh, with, with the new 24th pick in the NFL draft, Cincinnati Bengals select Andrew Booth Jr.
1: There it is. Someone jumps up to go get him. It would make sense. All right. Wanda Keaton with the Bills.
0: Whew. A lot of the wide receiver targets are gone. I like the idea of Christian Watson going in the first, but uh, I just don't know if it's going to happen. I think that this is Brees Hall.
1: Ooh. ooh, ooh.
0: All right. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: I think uh, he's the most, like, natural fit for any of these, like, bottom of the draft guys here. Um, This is bottom of the first round. Like, if he's going to go in the first round, the Bills are where it's at.
0: A lot like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, like, just you're looking for weapons, just more weapons. You're trying to make it unstoppable.
1: Yeah, for sure. I like it. All right, Braden, you're up with the Titans.
3: All right, so I feel like there's a few ways I could go here. I could go defense because I know that they, you know, they could use a corner. They could use a few others that are out there. And it looks like Dax Hill is kind of falling a little bit. But I'm going to go for Kenyon Green the offensive guard. Um, I think they're just going to commit to the offense and build on that. And, and they're in a the win now window and just, and just go for it. There's some good QBs that are falling too, but I don't see them. I think they're just all in for now.
0: Ripper looks super good here. And I do, but I do agree though. And I think Sam Howell could be a, a second round pick to the Titans.
2: Ooh. Yeah. I like that a lot.
1: All right. Zach, what do you do with the Bucks?
2: Oh, I really thought that was a different team. <clears throat> well, the Bucks are in a luxury position here um, where they are one of the top teams available to win the Super Bowl. And so they can really go BPA. And, you know, it may not be a need this year, but in all future years, it could help really lock down the position. And they're going to take Nekobe Dean.
0: All right. So they're going to have two middle linebackers that are unbelievable. Yeah. The, the, the NFL, they, 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 oops, they technically that had
2: that before,
1: didn't they? Didn't
2: they Yeah, have Levante little, David. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you get him just a little bit younger, a little bit faster, and you just keep freaking have it with, with your two linebackers. Why not? That's an advantage.
1: All right. Uh, the Packers here. I don't like this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, David Ajobo. a mm. Minnesota kid. Sticks around. Minnesota? Oh. You mean Michigan? Michigan. <laughs> I was like, that's <laughs> not Boye Mafe. No, sticks around the Midwest.
0: <laughs> but that's a good name to bring up. Um Zach, because I think Boye Mafe goes to the Chiefs in the next pick. hey yo And the Chiefs
1: have back-to-back. They do. The do go back-to-back. And Braden gets to pick the second one.
2: Oh, shit.
3: Sorry, Keaton. It's all good. <laughs> well, this feels a little bit like a softball. I think they're going to go receiver here. The question is which which one. Um and I could say that, and they're probably not even going to go receiver in the draft. But <laughs> um, it's tough because you go for a guy like Jahan Dotson, who's a really solid, great hands, you know, kind of a slot guy. Or you could go for the X, like a George Pickens. Um, I'm going to go Jahan Dotson because of the Pickens question marks.
1: All right. Um. Again, I think this is a perfect trade-down opportunity for the Cowboys, but I'm going to pick here. Um, They got their guy. They got Zion Johnson. Mm, I like him. Stuck around. They got one of those guards. Yeah. Uh, and then I actually have the last pick, too, because of a trade. Um, And, guys, pick 32 is <laughs> quarterback central. It is this is where the quarterback yeah. is going to get oh, picked. Oh, yeah. Yet. Um, it might not be the Lions, but they didn't pick one at two, um, so I don't know. Let's go. Who, who's, who's the next best one? Sam Howell. Matt, oh, Matt Corral. Matt Corral. Matt Corral.
3: Matt Corral. Solid.
1: No Desmond Ritter fans.
2: I don't know if he's got the the grit that uh, their coach is looking for. The grit. Well, guys, we did it. We did a, uh, a 32
1: pick draft right there. Um, I think
2: it took us about exactly 30 minutes.
1: Yeah, that, that 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 was good. We we flew through pretty quick. I think we have some reasonable uh, fits here. I think we had some guys that uh, will fall. Some
0: I
2: think I think it helped early, give but... insight to uh, you know some other mock draft you know options. I feel like we didn't pick all of our picks as you know a media consensus sort of thing. So you get that extra perspective before the actual draft on thursday
1: right and uh and as we knows, all know we'll do this again sometime
3: it, well and as we all know we're gonna get there and none of these mocks are gonna that we're looking at are gonna be accurate there's gonna be some craziness because there's so many storylines of these quarterbacks i mean they could fall they could stay up top they could i mean all these wide receivers like the chiefs could decide to go up for one of the top guys and the you know up I mean, for all we know, the Vikings could trade with the trade up with the Chiefs or, or trade down with the Chiefs and all that stuff. So there's just so much. I'm excited. I think that this is the most up in the air draft in a long time because of the lack of just a really top end, that top end talent, you know. So a lot of these it could be crazy. And plus, with the offseason too, with all these guys that need to get traded, it seems like like Debo and Lockett and some of those other guys, we could be seeing some crazy trades too. Oh Absolutely. yeah,
2: we got we got fun prop bets, you know, that we're gonna be doing during the the draft on Thursday. You know, is there a chance that Jimmy or Baker gets traded? You know, DK, Scary Terry, AJ Brown, Debo. These guys have all been like, "Give me money or get me out of here." We got some drama coming up Thursday night. Yep,
1: it's gonna be great. Then you need to get the Wolves on Friday.
2: Let's go, Wolves and Six. If we can take it home Wolfson tomorrow six. night, we can win at home on
0: Friday night when we're all together. Oh my goodness. We need a protester. That's the only way we win. Yeah, no, we're we're, we're
2: helping everyone. (laughs) Everyone, Go fund me. We got to find out, you know, does Glenn Glenn Taylor (laughs) roast animals alive? All right? We need to know the truth.
0: I did find out the stat on that. He roasted 5 million chickens.
1: (laughs) 5 million chickens. Yeah, did they have some disease or something? And he he needed to do it so it didn't spread. Fellas, fellas,
2: fellas, fellas,
1: fellas. Before we go,
2: before we go, I need to try the new Mountain Dew (laughs) Flamin' Hot. All right. This podcast has been famous for trying new fun things. This This is the Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot.
3: I'm so glad you just got this. That's amazing.
2: What's
3: the face going to be once he sets on the drink? All right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay this pop is incredible.
1: Let's go. I would recommend it. Wow. Zach, Actually, it? We're, we're buying some for this
2: weekend. Yeah. So it comes down like Mountain Dew, you know, your normal citrus soda. It's good. You need the little and bird of flaming Hot. It just leaves a little bit like flaming Hot in the back of your throat. And it's like, I want to drink or eat more of that. It's, it's, it does
1: what it's set out to do. There we go.
3: I'm Looks excited. Good. When I saw your face, the way your eyes were watering and just peed off, I thought it was terrible. But I think you were just so caught up in the moment that it's tears of joy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm I'm about to go buy one right now.
2: All right. Well, thanks for uh, for coming around, and uh, can't wait to to talk after the draft, after the NBA playoffs, and um, you know get back into it.
3: For sure. Let's do it. I'm excited.
2: Let's see how All wrong right, we. we were. <laughs> exactly. And uh, until then,
3: uh, later dudes. Later dudes. Later boys.